What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Go Deep. And this is your boy Smash coming at you. Want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. Smash, I know you're down in that dungeon in that in that frigid weather. <laughs> nah, actually, it was like sixty something degrees today, man. I'm, but I am in the dungeon trying to dodge that, that Corona the virus. <laughs> is that a safe place for you? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. We we stay uh Clorox, Lysol, and uh, sanitized up because we wash our hands all the time all around the here. Time. Yeah, man. I gotta have this big bottle of hand sanitizer, and uh, I had went went to work today and just Lysol the whole the whole department. Just walked in the dose brand. That's that's what you gotta do, man. I I Lysol my whole office, so yeah, I did as soon as everybody that. walk out. I said, don't be offended. I didn't even care. They were standing at their desk. I was spraying it on their desk. They was looking at me like, this asshole, but that's okay, though. We're not going to catch the corona in here unless it's on ice with a lemon. A lime. <laughs> but look, Smash, I'm going to tell you something, man. It's good to have good friends, bro, because we were trying to do this episode, and you know I wanted that woman's perspective on, on a topic we're going to cover today, and I... Sent the back signal out to my homegirl Elise, and she came through in the came through in the clutch for me. For the for the listeners who don't know, Elise Maine uh, is the is the host of Shall We Proceed podcast as well as Intermission. How's it going, Elise? It's going well. The back signal came out, and then you called, and then you harassed me, <laughs> and then I said, "Okay, I'm here. I'm here for you." <laughs> But everything is going well. I'm good. I'm good. It's See, all love. You weren't supposed to tell them the harassment part, but I appreciate it. I'm going <laughs> to add all of it. I'm adding all of it. You can uh, go to HR. All. That's his favorite. Said, hey. Yes. I, I, am, I am HR. <laughs> Request denied. <laughs> Dang. Man. True. Request is denied. But I've been doing well. How are y'all? I'm good. I'm good. How How is the new show going? Everything's going well. Everything's going really, really well. Taking a small break, like I said, for a minute before I start season three. But I'm going. I'm doing well. You on season three? Yeah, it'll be my season three, and then it'll also be my anniversary in April. So, okay. yep, yep, yep. Okay, anything big for the anniversary? I'm trying to. I really am. I'm trying to. I want to do it big. That's what's up. Got you. Got to. Well, keep me informed. Well, it doesn't matter because. When when Elise get on a horn, I mean you will know what's going on. I mean you gonna get <laughs> <laughs> she she is a marketing genius because it's gonna definitely no matter if you don't want to see it or not, you gonna see it. <laughs> Funny. And I need, okay. I need to take a page out of your book though. I'm I'm laughing, no, but I'm, you, trying, I'm trying to be like y'all. I'm trying to be like y'all. Y'all been doing it a lot longer than me. I, I'm trying to be just like y'all. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but we'll say it's good. <laughs> but, but look, we have, I, I'm really interested in, I'm going to jump right to the juice of, the, of, of this order. 
came across an article from 21 Savage says, women don't build. His, his quote was, a rich man can meet a broke woman and change her life, but a rich woman won't even look a broke man's way. So, and we've talked, last time we had you on the lease, we talked about this, about meeting the guy at the mm-hmm. gas station and giving the brother a chance. So uh, I was like, you know what? That definitely makes sense to get her back on and see if she has the same opinion she had last time, Smash. <laughs> back checks, huh? Back yeah. Checks. But I, I wanted the woman's perspective. I just didn't want to give my perspective on the, from the male point of view. I wanted to have the woman's point of view to, un, to to get get your thoughts and, and your understanding and I want you to think not from where you are as a as a woman because right now where you are I, I can I can imagine where you are as a woman as you know as far as a single a single mature lady versus how would you I want to get the thinking of from that you know from that young age all the way up to this point and how does that play into into his thinking okay so um thank you uh I will say this, we have always built money or not, whatever our financial status has been, we've always built, we've always been encouraging and building and putting ourselves aside to encourage and uplift our husbands or our man. That's never been, I don't know where he got that from. Um, We've always been those people and we didn't do it for anything in return. I feel the change and shift has happened now where we're able to acquire more and have more of our own and we're just a little bit protect protected and trying to protect ourselves now. You know, you have women, my mom's, my mother's age or grandmother's age telling you, don't be me, baby. Just get your own. Do what you have to do. Don't take care of anyone because you've had a lot of women take care of men. I don't want to say take care of help support and put him through and be that backbone and support everything he has and then he walks away from her once he get what he needs or he leaves her for someone else but us being us building has always been there I think um, now it's more so I'm not doing it anymore I've built enough I'm not trying to take on any more projects. I'm not taking on your idea Damn, that hasn't gone anywhere. She call us so. projects. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, if you think about it, you know, we're Stand By Your Man. Uh-huh. That, that's been around for her. Tammy Wynette, what's her name? Stand By Your Man. Yeah. And we've stood by our men for decades, for centuries. We stood by. We fought wars side by side. We've built. While you trying to get yourself together, we've taking odd jobs or put up with or made sure you had peace of mind and we've been there and we didn't have to be millionaires or rich to do that men tend to pick up women and build them up for other purposes so and then throw her, and then throw in her face that i built you up so more for more so you think it's uh, for men is more on the on like the trophy wife type status. oh y'all catch the hose Y'all Captain Savings, <laughs> you want a lot. Men, men's ego is tied really closer to their pocketbooks. Not all, let me, don't, don't come for me. But not all men want to feel needed and wanted and they only know how to do so by what, what action, act of service can I do to make you to feel needed and wanted. So let me pay for school for her. Let me show her this, do this and do that. I got you. Where we're doing that support 
we're also nurturing you and loving you and supporting you and holding you down. And men are doing it because that's what a man's supposed to do in their mind. It makes them feel good. You know, that's what I'm supposed, I'm supposed to take care of you. If a man can't take care of a woman, not all, but some, they feel useless. Uh, you know, back in the day, women women were supporting their men. They were doing everything. Uh, but they weren't allowed by society to show that they were leading because it was a, you know, back then, if you want to, you know, use uh, it was a man's world. So they, they weren't allowed to show that they were leading. So they did build men up and supported men, as she was saying. And but they couldn't be in the forefront and show that. But nowadays, more women are independent and um, they have their own. And now some of them do build men up. Even I'm not gonna say just broke man, but they just build them up either way. And our ego as men is like, you know, we are fragile. Like we have to show that we're needed because if a man is not shown from his significant other, his wife or girlfriend, whatever, that he's not needed, then he feels like, why should I be here? And he'll move on to try to build up some other woman or go to another woman that needs him. So. I, I do agree with what uh, Elise was saying. So she she made some valid points. I wanted to argue on the opposite side of it, but I, I can't. But you couldn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I really couldn't. I really I really wanted to argue on the other side of it, but I couldn't because she made some valid valid. Well, points. I'm gonna argue the Comments other side. I'm gonna argue the <laughs> other side because it needs to be said. I, I I don't think that women. I mean, women have has always been in the backdrop you know the, how the saying goes for every strong man that's even stronger woman and that's how it that's how it traditionally played but now currently like at least saying women her parents and her grandparents that are women they told her to you know go out do your own thing and now they have the mindset that they're doing their own thing and i don't i don't think that they give the normal brother a chance to build with them you know, and, and experience that growth with them. I think it's more of they, they're more looking for that ready-made man that can meet or exceed what where they are in life currently. Let me say this. <laughs> the same conversation women are having, baby, don't be me. Men having that same thing with their sons. Sons, don't be me. Don't do anything till you're ready. You have the same there's a lot of men out here who are not marrying because they're building their careers. They're they're not going to have a liability. I've heard I've heard that before, of a woman who can't meet or exceed or build with him where he is in life. Many men do not want to take on the responsibility of a family because they're not where they want to be in life. It's a lot of pressure, and so where men did it beforehand is not happening anymore. You know, and it's it's expensive out here to take care of someone. Yeah, and, it's, it, and I don't, it's expensive. I don't, I don't necessarily think, huh. I don't necessarily think, and I'm not thinking from a a, a a taking care perspective. I'm thinking of a let's grow to, let's grow together perspective. You know, so if you're out and about, and say you're, I don't know, say you're in your twenties and you're going through college and you just finished college and you get ready to propel into your career, whatever it is to to build on your career. And you meet that one guy, he meets every, you know how they have those check, those, those that checklist smash where they want to check off <laughs> all the things that are right about this man, but he's financially, he's not there yet. He's in a building stage as well. I think a man is more willing to take on that 
that role and, and take on that side-by-side step step with me type of mentality and grow with me type of mentality than a woman would. I, I just I don't think because they're out front and, it, and they're now they're currently be able to do the things that they want to do, which is awesome. I'm glad to see women are independent because I you know I look at my nieces and my my nieces and my sisters. I, I I don't never want them to rely or depend on anybody to get anything in right. this world. But if you find a guy. I don't care if he works at Popeyes or he, you know, or he working at the gas station. It doesn't matter what he does. If he's a good guy and you have kids and he treats those kids like that, that like that, their their own, and that's the only component missing. You know, you give the brother a shot. You know, now how everything goes. If it don't, if it don't work, it don't work. But I don't think that most successful women are even giving that guy the shot or. Or to that point to where they want to allow them to see if, if it's even a chance to even grow and build together. But neither are the men. Your 20s, that's when you're supposed to build. Right. There's no man right now in his 20s who was in his 20s who took the time to build, who maybe now his 30s or 40s saying, I'm going to pick up some woman that got to step back and build her up. And hell, that's a headache. You've been there, done that. It's an age thing. 21 Savage is very young. He's successful. He's seeing the side of it where women are coming to him thinking, I'm cute, I'm pretty, take care of me. Mm-hmm. Arm candy, when he's done with them, he push them aside. You know what I mean? Women right now and young men are able to be successful in the earlier ages than we were. We were building in, tw- in our 20s. Right. We hit our stride in our 30s. We have kids right now and they 20s hitting their stride. It's a different yeah. time, it's a different generation. And my thing is this, we have always been supportive of our men, our our mate, our boy, children. We've been supportive from the beginning. We have put our own lives aside for men. We have taken on extra jobs to make sure his dream has been filled. So so you're so basically right now yeah. you think it's more of a this is our time. So let us shine, and we want to make sure we find somebody that meets that meets or exceeds where our shine is currently at. No, I think all of us are much more. I don't. It's not about a shine thing. I think it's not a male or female thing. I think right now we're all very cautious of who we support and how we support them. It's not even women or men. It's like let me. You know, you've been through. We've been through. We pay for education. We're building our careers. We're building a platform. Whatever we're doing, we're real mindful right now of who's with us. And right now we're at the point of, are you building also? What's your goal? What you doing? Okay, let's roll. Let's rock with this. I mean, that goes for men and women right now. That's not just women. That's men and women. It's just that now women, we have more ownership that we never had before. And so where we were always, I got you, stand by your man, it don't look the same anymore. And some men don't know how to handle that. But do you, do you, would you say that there are roles in the relationship, like for men and, and women? Like, cause I know like there are independent women. There are a lot of independent women, but they still want the man to like lead as a man, even though they can provide, they still want you to if you want to say, for lack of better words, do the manly things, you know what I mean? A man can be, if you're a leader, doesn't it's not about his financial status. Right. For, like for me right now, if I'm involved with someone, I'm not involved with your hope and your dream. Mm. Right now, I'm 42. 
if I meet someone, he should already be, because like, like I'm bringing in as well, there's some goals set, and I'm already marking off these check, checking off these boxes. <laughs> you can't come to me right now with, I'm trying to, and you haven't done anything yet to work towards it. So, Elisa, so if that young whippersnapper come to you and have your nose okay, open, we not, and that we teaspoon do, of water, no. teaspoon of water gonna drown you, you not giving that young that young buck a chance. He may be his nose may open, not mine. No, I'm not. <laughs> If he's a young buck, his nose better be open. <laughs> That's right. I'm at the point in my life where I'm going to support my nephew and my nieces. What you need, baby? That's where I'm at. Okay. But I'm not going to support a hope and a dream. And it's a bunch of failure. And I'm not seeing you even, you're not doing anything. I'm not seeing you, like, I can't even buy into it. What, what's the buy-in? Yeah. I mean, for and, and that's why I said earlier, I don't want to really think with with our older hats on, I really want to think with our younger hats. Where where he's coming from, you know, you know, because and I, I'm telling you, you have women right now, younger, who have already built careers and are entrepreneurs uh-huh. at a younger age than when I was. Right. Yeah, and I and I, you'll I, have I, family tell them, don't you go pick up somebody, and all of a sudden this person, I wouldn't even tell a young man, don't get with anybody who's not going to be able to build you yeah the role see, there's always roles there's give and take in the relationship yeah. and see that's They're where I, see that's where i have i kind of mm. have I, I i i don't i don't never want to tell i don't never want to tell my 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 children or my nieces and nephews to not give somebody a chance you know what i'm saying i, I don't want if 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 we looking if we looking for looking at a, a, a say a report card of what you've accomplished and what have i've accomplished Many people have different paths in their lives, and, and they may have the same struggle that we had to go through to get to where we are. Then they may have they, there are younger younger folks that take that same path. You know, they, they they have the right idea, they just didn't have the right guidance and the right leadership to get them to that point. Now they got older, as experience experience makes you wiser. Now that you're to that point, now that you have it, and then you're that good person. I, I don't want I don't want to say don't give that person a chance. I just want you to, to make sure that you handle that situation with kid gloves. You know, don't don't go all in, right. but give that person a chance because you may just be that spark to get you over the hump. You know, you know. But there still has to be a plan in place. Yeah, exactly. Right. I agree because with that. that's we're in a society where it's entrepreneur driven. Yeah. And it's early on, and we're planting seeds early on for success. And there's going to be failure. There's going to be missteps, of course. But you are not going to want your niece, your nephew, your daughters to get with someone who keep talking about, I got a plan. And she got to take care of me, hold me down. And he's never able to do the same thing in return. Right, right. Yeah, the, tab- the tables will turn. So like like she said, you do have to have a plan. So I, I, I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool with that part. But I, I look at it like, from 21 Savage's part like he's I mean you gotta think he, he's a celebrity and you know however if you want to count A, B, C whatever type of celebrity you put him at he's a celebrity and the people that he's normally dealing with in the celebrity world or e- even in the entrepreneurial world like uh, Elise was saying they have their own so it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, I'm not going to give up what I'm trying to do to help you get to, you know, the next level that you're trying to get to. So so I can see it. I mean, 
I can see what what he what he's saying because it's 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 out there like that. So now. let me ask this question: So are we speaking more of, from a financial aspect, or are we speaking more of just mind, body, and soul and financial? Because I don't think a little sweat equity hasn't killed anybody. Now I wouldn't want to see. I wouldn't want to empty my, my my financial coffin to try to help somebody else to propel them, unless we to that point in our relationship to, to do that. But to put a but little. But you just said it though. The sweat equity, if if what is what is he doing? See the thing about it is in these older relationships, people want new age but yet old school stuff, and that's not how that works anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's not how it works. Because in most relationships back in the day, one sat back and waited before their career would jump off while you got yourself together. And then maybe, okay, now it's your turn. But a lot of times, it was not equally, okay, now I've got mine, now you go get yours. Yeah. It's, I mean, we, this is, this is kind of, and the thing about it is, I see it from every angle, and I kind of agree with every angle. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of, for me, I'm sitting on the fence with like, yeah, she right. Yeah, smash right. Yeah, I'm right too. Because <laughs> we we're, we don't have many two-parent homes and this type of situation and uh, us growing with each other, uh, I, I don't want us to turn our back on one, one another. I, I just rather it just be, where are you in life? If, if this is where you are, what is your plan? It's like a resident, you know, like an interview. Where, where do you see yourself in five years? You hate to do somebody like that, but you need to know those type of questions. Where do you see yourself in five years? And what are you doing to, and where are you in that five years? Are you first, Are you just starting? Are you two years to your five-year plan? Are you three years to your five-year plan? But see, as a woman, we get we get negative feedback. We get negative pushback when we ask those questions. No, you shouldn't. But we do. That's a fair question. But we do. They will. We we do because oh, all you about is money. Oh, let me tell you something. (laughs) A woman who asks those questions, we're being picky. We're being our standards are too high. Now you want us to to, I hate to say pick up anybody, because he got a dream and a hope. When it comes down to men, do it for different reasons than women do. There's so much more to lose. Our recovery is different. Right. The recovery is different. Right, because you already playing as a woman. You already playing from behind the eight ball. Then you, then you add color yeah. into it. You play, You push us even. You pushing yourself even further yeah. back. So I'm I, not saying but, we should support. I'm not saying he's saying build. Building comes with we already have as established relationship. Yeah. See these kids right now are microwave microwave relationships. We meet them and sit in two months. What are we doing for each other? No, I don't even know you. <laughs> right, right. And, and I, then you have these ugly situations. You got ugly divorce. People got kids. They mad about it. If I'm with you, we're gonna build. If I'm with you and we're gonna have a relationship, I see in you and you see in me right. a partnership. Because right now, people don't like to talk about it, but a marriage or a relationship is a business deal. What are we doing for each other when it comes out? Will you be a liability to me? No, it's true. But as as a woman, I, I would ask you, do you want somebody that you're supporting or do you want them to support you or do you want to be a team and support each other? You need to be a team. I may not I may not be able to do what you do, but I will be I will support you in any way that I can and vice versa. We don't have to be in the same field but at least it, it's all about being included as well many times men don't include women in the vision 
but they want you to support them. Right. You you get tell me what the vision. What 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 is it? I want you to walk on blind faith. No, I need to know yeah. what, what we're doing here. <laughs> and blind faith for so long has let us down. Lines of I didn't know the bills weren't getting paid. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And now you frustrated. And we've seen our grandparents and great grandparents with blind faith. And when daddy dead, mama lost everything because she didn't know what was going mm. on. And I'm and this, we have been there has been a fear implanted in a lot of us of don't be this. Don't be like me. Don't do this. And that's for men and women. Don't don't tear if you're gonna make a mistake, do it by yourself. Don't don't ruin somebody else's life. I can do bad by myself. Yeah. Yeah. My, my and the sweat equity is one thing that but let let me let what you, what's your plan? Right. At least tell me what it is. Yeah. Maybe I can tell you to put a comma there, not a and not it could be something simple of encouraging words. It could be as simple of I got you, a back rub, whatever it is, but men you can't want somebody to build you up and I'm not included in what your plan is. So, go D, I'm, I'm going to have to ask you to bookmark this topic because I, I think this might be a, like a quarterly yeah. <laughs> recurrence because this, this, this could go on because like, I, I can see it like changing as the times change, you know what I mean? Yeah, but she made a, I mean, she made a, a great point that I didn't even think about is, is the, the microwave effect of how younger folks are, they're so consumed with social media and all these other things. Everything's happening so fast and they see others doing these other things and they think it's all, you know, glitz and glam while they're looking through their screen. But really behind the scene, there is actually work being put in to make that happen, you know? So Mm -hmm. I I think for us, I I can see from us, and that's why I didn't really want to think about it from from my perspective, because I know what what, what type of grind it took. I know what type of grind it took from from my wife and myself to get where we are. And Mm -hmm. we still grind, you know, we still not where we want to completely be, but I, you know, there's a plan, there's a game plan. You sit down and you make that plan and you, you know, you hold one another accountable for that plan. Okay, you're slacking brother. Are you slacking, sister? You know, and then <laughs> you know you move forward. But you know, I, I think from him, I think he's speaking from a a, 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 a well-off mind frame. Somebody that has Absolutely. that has something that and, has something. Yeah, and has something to lose. To lose, right? Versus if you meet that person, oh, is that person really at for me for my financials, or is that person really there for me? And it's kind yeah. of blind. Once you get to that point, he's he's in a, a position of being blind or being taken advantage of. But right. um, from us, for us poor folks, um, <laughs> you know, we want to make sure that the little bit that we do have, we want to keep. And I don't want to. And I, I don't want the listeners to understand young, young, old. You know, even with a relationship, financials should not be the the the, the telltale or the side factor for anything that you do. You know. Because you can, sure. if you build in with somebody, then to spend that, to, to spend your hard-earned money for somebody that's truly putting the work in, giving that sweat, mm-hmm. that sweat equity, it's not even a problem. It's you know, it's, it's two tears in the bucket. Who get? Who cares? But um, going into it, if it's all about financial, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? What can you do for me financially? Then yeah, it's time to cut cut tail and run. And to even absolutely even piggyback on that, like. Um, with the financial, like, 
you you gotta look at it. like you can't take it with you right and a perfect example of that is um and, and I, I hate to use this but it is a perfect example kobe bryant had a tragic death right mm-hmm. he he had wealth he can't take that money with him so now his wife has it so what is she gonna do with it and how is she gonna make it work we'll see that in the future but you can't build your relationship on that. If you really look into their relationship, they were friends. They were right. best friends. You know what I mean? Like, however you look at Kobe and however you look at his wife, they were friends. And that's their relationship to the uh, to decide how they want to do it. But he didn't take his money with him. So that's what I always tell my wife. I'm like, look, I'm not going to be able to take what I want with me. So it's like... I'm, 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 we're building for each other. So if something happens to me, I want you to take on the family and vice versa. So people got to look at that. You can't just look at the materialistic things right now when you're in that relationship. And that goes back to that microwave relationship that uh, Elise was talking about. So, and so let me add this as well. You have to also like, and I like how you said, uh, Smat. It's all about what you what you make your relationship to be. Vanessa wasn't trying to do anything but be his wife right. and be a mother. Right. True. Now, if you take let's take Steph Curry and, and uh, Aisha Curry, it's Aisha Curry, Alicia yeah. Curry, whatever her name is. She wants her own identity in some kind of way. Right. So there has to be some kind of understanding. Mm. It could be her building Kobe is the backbone. We don't know what their conversations were about. We didn't know what it was, but. The distraction of her probably doing extra isn't what he needed to be to be to do what he had to do you know building up a man or a woman looks like different things like you said it's not only about money exactly it could be just encouraging but you can't ex- you can't look for that kind of investment until you know who you're dealing with right, right. no one's going to put in that blood sweat that's what equity unless i know we about to be a powerhouse, and that may be me sitting back and just being your cheerleader. Yeah. And, right. and Smash always said all the time, it, it, he always says that what what your happiness looks like doesn't look like my happiness. You know, exactly. With Kobe's wife, their happiness was with her being a homemaker, with her taking care behind the scenes and doing her thing by you know holding it down behind the scenes. Whereas Aisha Curry, she wants to be in the forefront, and that makes them both happy. So you got to base your happiness on what's what you can what you want in happiness and be upfront and honest with it we're going and on about this but we got to keep this thing moving that's uh, why i say book market <laughs> book market baby book market a lot of people want to be in this entertainment industry and we see this same tale being told over and over over again uh making the stallion this weekend came out and i feel some kind of way about it but she came out and, and spoke out on uh, 1501 her record label about that she thinks that she's being taken advantage of and I really want to get you guys point of view of where you stand with this because I was always in the frame of mind what you sign that's what you need to honor because you agreed to it you know where, where do you guys stand on this situation I feel that every artist has had a struggle with their contract at some point in time and it's all about now she has a little bit more knowledge and understanding and her and she's a superstar right now she's the, she's the yeah. hot ticket and from what i understand from her contract i think her advance was like ten thousand dollars the label gets like all the money for, they get 60 percent. i want to say mm-hmm. she gets they get the money from the touring they get money from a lot of different stuff right it's a 360 deal 
Yeah, and um, from what I understand is a lot goes into that. We don't know what money they put into getting her prepared to be Megan the Stallion. I want to say her mom and someone else did her deal for her initially. Um, and now she's probably getting people in her ear saying, you know, you need more or whatnot. Nothing wrong with trying to re- renegotiate your your situation. Um, I just think there's probably a better way to go about it quietly. And um, I don't, but this is, but we're society of, let's say social media, because now you're welcoming people in to have put their mouth on your nonsense. You know what I mean? Right. Um, there hasn't been an artist out there, Tony Braxton, Prince, Michael Jackson, who hasn't been screwed by the label. All of them. The right. label is going to, they're out to make money. Um, and they're not really sure all the time what they're going to make off of you. Now they're making good money off of Meg The Stallion. They're making oh, some yeah. good money. Right. She's, um, she's commanding $100,000 a show. Yep. I, I think the only one right now of recent years who probably has done well with their stuff is Cardi B probably was like, let me let me handle what I got to handle the right way. In this day and age, every artist has to be smart because this mm-hmm. has been going on since the Motown days. You know what I'm saying? If you go back... We, we watched all the movies and, and all that stuff. And we saw how all these groups, I mean, you can even just take the new edition story, how they got robbed. You know what I mean? So when you go into this thing, it's your dream, it's your hopes, it's your aspirations, whatever you want to say. You, you should be cognizant and read that contract and be like, no, I'm not going to do this. But I'm going to break it down in an ignorant way. Okay? So y'all bear with me on this. Um, if no, I mean, and, and and this is just for some some of the people that are out there. I'm not insulting your intelligence, I hope. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody fronts you, you know, some dope or some weed or whatever to sell, you got to know how much you got to sell to pay that person back and mm-hmm. make and make a profit. Right. Now, if you if they're going to front you something, and you're gonna make a profit but then they still take him because they're like oh I gave you this I gave you that then you need to really look at that deal so you have to be uh, business smart slash street smart and that's just how the uh, industry when it comes to rap or uh, songs or whatever has been since the beginning of the time that's why I say you can go back to the Motown days they were doing the same thing They that's why I'm saying like people we look at New Edition and everybody just thought New Edition should have been like paid for these years but when we actually saw the New Edition story we saw how they were slighted so she shouldn't be feeling like she's a victim because you were just excited that you got signed but then you you looked at Rock Nation and Rock Nation was like did you know this did you know that they educated her so yep. that's what I realized in the whole scenario of that thing she wasn't educated on her previous contract. Right. Yeah. I, my take is you put your, you signed it, you got to honor it. Um, I don't, I don't really, I don't really dig the, the black on black, you know, slander that, that, that she's, she's got going on right now. You know, mm. Carl Crawford invested in you, you know, 1501 invested into you, right? He put up all the money, Studio time, help with your image, all this money. It, it, that didn't come for free, right? Do mm-hmm. I do I believe right. in the, do I believe in the 360 deal? No, I think that's that's where the downfall is. 
right. you know if you if even if if that's the deal that they want and that's the person that believe in believing you okay put that clause in there some in that clause put a clause in that contract hey when i get to such and such status then we get a chance to renegotiate you know because she had nothing he had everything so I understand why she did the deal, but now that you have somebody else that's coming in from the outside, coming in, who who didn't who's who didn't help you grind to that point, right? Now that you're at the pinnacle of your career, you got now you can afford that Rock Nation management to come in, and now you can afford more detailed type of you know uh, counseling. But right. even then, you should have still went and paid that entertainment lawyer his third or three and a third. And had them read over that contract and know what you what you were getting into. Um, you had, you know, you believed in your mom. That, that's my mom. I'm, I'm never gonna mix my, you know, my mom would have to actually be in the entertainment industry for years and years and years and years for me to allow her to to counsel me on that type of situation. I love my mom to death. You know, if, if we're talking about, you know, how to turn water to wine, that's my go-to girl. You know what I'm saying? But. If it's something like this that's that's intricate and, and, and really detailed, I'm, I need I need to pay the expert. So instead of me buying sure. instead of me buying that you know that hundred hundred thousand dollar chain, I should have spent that hundred thousand dollars or that ten thousand dollar investment or or, or and, and put that into my contract and said, hey, you know what? What's in this thing? Let me figure yeah. it out. You know, here's you know take my lawyer fees is five thousand. I want these lawyer fees to be covered as well in my deal. So I, I don't, I don't think, I just don't like the fact how she went about it. Like at least say, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you said it. And they could have did this behind the scenes, cause now you got Carl Crawford. End of the day, the brother may be, I don't know him personally, but the brother can actually be a good dude. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he can actually be an honest businessman. But the way that you're going about it and throwing this man under the bus and throwing this brother under the bus, and and now that you're saying that he's being, you know, he's being, you know unscrupulous and, and not not take care of your your needs well the brother has to make his money back you know and he, he's come out he said that uh t ferris is the one that actually did the deal with her late mother and he knew nothing about it he was just the money man he just put the money up and he yeah. was the operations of the deal so now that you know you come back to me you blindside me with first of all because you went to the meeting and he knew nothing about the meeting with rock nation so you sign with Rock Nation as management, that's fine. But, you know, look out for who looked out for you in the beginning. You know, if you felt that kind of way, you know, if me and Smash have a disagreement, I, I'm going to come to him first and we're going to hash it out. Now, maybe if we don't come out, if we don't come out to good terms, then I'm going to use my leverage, my 2.5 right. million followers. I'm going to lose my leverage to try well to, right, to, <laughs> to get what I need. But first of all, I'm going to go one-on-one -on -one and, and correct the situation. I, I just think it was, it could have just been handled better. And and that's my, that that that's my concern with the whole situation. Like, I think a lot of times, um, well, this is just my personal opinion, but I think a lot of times when we deal with each other, when I say each other, I'm saying uh, black people. Well, you know, we we always want to go and call us out publicly, right? But when we deal with the other side, whoever, whatever race it be, we we handle that legally it'll be in the courts or whatever nobody ever knew that went down right. but we want to like publicize and then criticize the black you know like you're saying Crawford like we want to publicize that and criticize that but it if you really look into the situation you just didn't know at the time and that's okay you were young you were eager you were out there it was your dream right 
so you you know what i'm saying you went for what you had everything sounded good at the time but now that you have reached your dream or you see it in reach now you and somebody has educated you now you're like oh i want to do this so now you vilifying that person in public like like you said d go d um talk talk to the person because that person might be like hey if you do this this and that i'll let you out of this deal right but now when you go out there and attack me socially in society I gotta defend I gotta myself. Defend myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with her wanting to renegotiate her contract. Nothing's right. wrong with that at all. She's successful. She's making money. She's in demand. Uh-huh. The money's flowing and it's not flowing her way the way it should. And it should be negotiated. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long her contract is for, but she has all right to ask questions because she's gaining knowledge. That right. is accurate. Exactly. And that's her business do what you want to do because I'm sure I ain't making I ain't got making money but <laughs> I just feel that we Maybe have to have stop money. yeah unfortunately <laughs> but Brain we just have to also stop bringing everything the so public yeah. so quickly yeah, yeah. I, I, and the brother and that, and that kind of the, the brother said I, man, I knew nothing of this and, and I don't know if he's telling the truth or not you know I, I want to know where my money going I want to know how my money really spent. He said he has all his receipts, so he knows. So, but at the end of the day, you signed it. You put your signature on the dotted line, and you have to honor it. Now, just think about it. Had Carl Crawford didn't go into there and pay your studio time, who you going to go crying to? Had he not bought, you know, paid for that stylist or paid for that, paid for that those features or paid for those producers, and then you throw in... You're throwing Jay Prince in, in the mix to try to to try to get this victim status going. No, you you're an adult. You're a college graduate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you're not this naive kid that you're trying to portray. You're an adult, and you right. need to own it as an adult. You signed it, honor your deal, and go into there like a professional and negotiate to get which 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 rightfully yours. The 360 deal is sucky. Yeah, nobody should sign a 360 deal. That means you. That means he makes profit off of everything you do: merchandise, music, shows, you know, your appearances, all that stuff. Everything. And that's not that's not right. But that's what you sign, you right. know. So, you sometimes, you know, experience is the best teacher. A lot of times we don't want to sit down and listen and learn, and then go out and experience. We want to experience it first and then learn on the back end. And and that's just the situation that she's in. This right. is going. This is not the first story. And this is definitely not the last story on this type of artist being right. jerked around, you know. So let it be a tale for all you artists that are listening, you know. Pay that lawyer his thirty-three and the third, and negotiate that into your contract as well. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna protect your best interest that know what they're talking about and know what they're doing. Because if I'm an investor, I want three times. I want to make my money back plus I want to make make more, you know. Yeah. So you know. You can see it from both sides, but you know, let's not let's keep the black on black bashing to a minimum, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, last but not least, we've had these conversations about about where's R and B and and where and, and the current climate of, of the music that we love and grew up on. Um, Young M A came out and said, "Music doesn't feel the same because we barely have R and B." R&B brought the, the balance to music. Now mm. everything is leaning one way, so it gets played out quick. 
we need R&B for the balance to 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 make the music balance itself out. I ask you guys because mm. I'm not a proponent on. I mean, I'm not really up on the current R&B. I, I think it's a little too graphic for me. Um, graphic. I'm a yeah. They they, <laughs> they you know you you, you want to leave a little risk. Well, you you, you want to leave a little to the imagination behind the music. You, you sound sixty years old or something. You sound about seventy-five. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but but you know it's it's. <laughs> It's a little too graphic for me, for my R&B taste. Yeah, Let's put little it that whippersnappers way. out there today. So you know, I'm, I'm more of a '70s, '80s, early '90s type of dude. That that's my R&B. So, where do you, where do you guys stand on this? This there is R&B is missing in the music landscape right now. Hmm. You want that first, at least? Or? I mean, I guess because I, I, honestly, I'm a little bit like, you know, D. It's not the same. It's very graphic and it's real. There's nothing to the imagination. Right. Um, I think there's very few true singers out there giving you great music. You know, we grew up on music where you can dance, slow dance to it and make love to it and put a playlist together for your girl or your guy. Like, this is how you make me feel. And there's nothing in there vulgar. It's all just, it's sexy. And that's been taken away. Mm. And the artists that are still doing that, they don't really get any play like they should, unfortunately. True. You know, we're in a society where it's about making money and shock value. And I think H-Town was the first, and Jenny why the whole bump and grind started happening with them. Mm. And it's gone real far since then. You know, I don't even hear real, I don't really hear real slow ballads anymore mm. at all. You know, I, I, I think it's there, but it's just not publicized like it should. And, and and I don't have the effort or the time. There's so much music comes out. I just don't have the effort, effort and time to look for it. Usually nine times out of ten, you, you would have a group of artists, you know, like the Anthony Hamiltons and, and uh, you know, people like that, where it's soulful music. It, you know, it, it doesn't have that shock value to it, but it, it, you, you can relate to it. Now it's just... I, I kind of agree with her to a, to a certain extent, yeah. but yeah. at the same time, that's just the that's just what the the current young listeners want to hear. Well, mm-hmm. I I equate it to um, the music today, like um, you know, back when T Pain first came out, everybody clowned him for using the you know the auto tunes, but now that's that's the staple. Use auto tunes and. Now with the rap these days, the auto tunes are, if you want to so-called in quotations, air quotes, whatever, that's the love balance because right. that's the hooks. So it hasn't made way for those uh, R&B singers to come on and give you those songs, which everybody's still you know dating and in love. But now, if you if you flip the script, dating has turned to swipe left, swipe right. So mm-hmm. it's no more like I gotta meet you, go out on a date with you, get to know you and talk to you and learn all these things about you and invest some time. It's just like swipe, swipe, swipe. Oh, okay, let me hook up with you. So the music and the times are really in sync. I think there needs to be some R&B because we all still have heartache. You know, we all still love. And that's what that's what you know. Like, I ain't gonna lie. 
when Mary got divorced, I was a Mary J. Blige. I was like, man, I'm waiting for her to drop an album because that's right. You that. always, yeah, you always want Mary to suffer because you know you about to get some good music out of the deal, right? Yeah, you hate to feel that way, but right? You, you know what's gonna come out of it. You know what I mean? And and it's just like that. I mean, but I look at like Rihanna now. Like she she stopped doing music because she's building her Fenty um, business. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like people are getting more business minded and they're not really worried about love because they're focusing on other things. So it's like nowadays, like you're I, I feel like the R and B ballads are coming from your rap or hip hop hooks. Right. I agree with that. I agree with that. And that and, and, and that's and that's what with the current music now and I can't remember what album we talked about, Smash. And that saved the album. Oh, we talked about the uh, the Dreamville album. Mm. That a lot of a lot of the, the a lot of the songs that were of current hip hop, but what really was refreshing to hear them incorporate the R and B into yeah. it, and that would made it that would that's what made it sound better. It's more over. I think when when the new Jack the new Jack Swing ever came in with the hip hop type of beats, I just think it just morphed. It just kept morphing itself. It kept morphing itself. Yeah. It kept exposing itself, you know, not leaving something to the imagination and just totally exposing, you know, I don't want to just walk you to the park. I want to go straight from meet you to the to the bedroom, you know, uh, and, yeah, and, yeah. Let, and let me give you, you know, let me explain that situation to you, not how we got to that situation, <laughs> you know. So I, I think it's just, you're right, I think it's just the, the current climate of what we're in, and, and I think she's a byproduct of it herself. Yeah. No, I, I think that's true. And then you gotta you gotta realize too, man. Like, you know, I don't I don't think these young people, when I say young people, boys, girls, men, women, I don't think they are really experiencing love, as you say. Like we we used to go through the steps. We used to go through the motions. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I, well, I'm just gonna say it. You know what I'm saying? Like. We should go through the old 12 play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you want to use that as an example? I, I mean, I had to. Like, <laughs> hey, I, I can't erase my memories and feelings. Like, it's just like in, in basketball or sports. Like, oh, y'all old. They, they got suspended. They going to take down the Raptors. Like, man, I, I watch the games. I know what they won. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like that, man. Like, you, but you have to have those experience. Like, how many times have you okay so i'm gonna take y'all back because we all in the same age range how many times have you been cleaning on a saturday or sunday the weekend and you popped on some old school luther some old school jodeci some you know what i'm saying i mean like because that's what you grew up on yeah but but it could be but it could be played in front of your parents it could be played in front of your grandmother. It could be played in front of your kids. Right. Because they didn't, I mean, it, they knew what we were talking about. They knew what they were talking about. But it, it didn't come with a an explicit graphic detail of the R&B situation. It was just more of what's, innuendos what's, given, you know? What's, what's graphic nowadays? Because like, like we're saying, there's no R&B nowadays. But it's not even just that. It's overall entertainment has become so raw. Yeah. You know, you couldn't see, you know, after nine o'clock is when things got a little bit more risky on TV, regular television. 
And then NYPD Blue came out and <laughs> had full booty on television one day at nine o'clock at night. And it's just been going. Now you have people using curse words on TV that never happened before um, throughout the whole entire day. It's not even just the music. It's the whole entire entertainment industry has gotten. They want shock. They want raunchy. They want raw. And like you said, it's no longer like, let me hold your hand. Let me kiss you. Let me let me buy you this. It's, it's all about let me meet you and let me strip you down. And it's like, whoa, what, what, what? Slow you know? Down, Tito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's what's that old what's that old song like? Um, they were they were talking about the movies, but they called it they it's an old song. They called it something. It wasn't the movies. They were just like the picture show or something. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like it's it's an old song. But ah, it, 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 it's just I just think I don't think like you said, Smash. I don't think they understand what it means to be romantic, to be sexy within that music. I just think it's just adhering to the trend. Whatever There's no the effort anymore though to get what you want from male or female. There's no work. Right. Back and in the day it was work. Yeah. And I mean just like now, even we we talked about at the beginning of the episode about Twenty One Savage. I mean you're 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 thinking about your financial situation and how can I be you know, how can I keep this situation lit to the point where, you know, it's, it, I make it acceptable for everybody that's current listening. We, we know music is a young man's game. We know we know that. But at the same time, there were always people ahead of you, your elders ahead of you, that were actually, you know, schooling you on how how things were done. And I, I don't think, like I said, I, I, it's hard for me. That's why I kind of stay within the neo soul category for me when it comes to current R&B because hmm. I, I can't I can't get that from modern R&B. So are, are we saying R&B is dead? It's not. It's not dead. It's just on hold right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I know like they just did a uh, here in Kansas City. They just did a. Um, they had a show with Avant, Tyrese, Brownstone, and uh, a couple more p- people. You know what I'm saying? But only the old school people know about that. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like those are good artists to have on, you know what I'm saying, on the on the on the show. So, but the new, you know, the new kids, you know, in, in their twenties, they wouldn't really know about that because they, they didn't grow up on that. And the sad thing is they cannot even pull a show off by themselves. These all are right. all ex headliners. They have to put them four or five on one ticket now just to get the show made. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's more of I don't think it's to know where you're going. You got to know where you come from, and I don't think that they take the time out to know where they came from to to understand where they are right now and how they should move forward. What because you think it doesn't when it comes to music, it doesn't matter if you if you're young or old. If it resonates with you, it resonates with you. It doesn't matter who who it comes from, you know. So I think it's kind of. Will we? I don't think we'll get those classic out, those classic records. You know, you can say SWV. That's a classic record. You can mm. say, you know, you can say uh, D'Angelo. That's 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 classic records coming from these people. You know, you can say you can go even further back. You, Marvin Gaye. These type of mm. artists, you can always get those classic records from. The, the records that we get now, whether it's R and B, is just playing for the times. It's not playing mm. for it's not playing for tomorrow. And I think that's what's being I, I don't know, I can't put words in her mouth, 
But I just think that's where it's coming from. It's just more of it, it's music for the times. It's not music for tomorrow. So, so I'm gonna ask this real quick to both of y'all. What's your uh, what's your go to R and B person? <laughs> just one, just one. Sade, no doubt. Ah. Ooh, that's a good one. Sade put me to sleep, but okay. all day, every day. Oh Lord, Jesus. Anita Baker. Mmm. Uh, Anita I mean, was cleaning the house type that's... person. <laughs> Luther. Yeah. My my, I'm not gonna lie. I'm because I'm I'm waiting to hear at least, but mine was uh Gerald Levert. See, I was thinking um LSG. Mm. You went LSG, okay. I went LSG on you. Because <laughs> that teddy bear right there, I love him so Gerald. I was I, I cried when he passed she away. See that teddy bear right oh, there. Gerald Levert <laughs> just when he sung, man, like ah oh, man, that's that's my dude and and now my new dude since he passed will probably be John Legend. He like, is like the he's holding strong to the R and B. Yeah, yeah. He's holding strong to R and B. I mean, there there are some there are some, but I don't even put John. I don't put Legend into this this group of this group of entertainers. I think How he's. In a, I feel like the Catholic nun. I want to slap your hand with a ruler. No, no, I'm, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he doesn't. He doesn't fit the current mold of R and B today. That's what I'm because saying. he came out yeah. far. He came out long enough to where he been established, and it's like okay, yeah, he, he yeah. wouldn't make it right now. He'll be put so, off in some something different. So, Goldie, what's what's your idea of R and B today? I, I just I just equate it. it, it I just equate R and B today is just more from that new jack that new jack swing era. New jack swing. I just think okay. we never once that new jack swing era hit, we never came out of that. I mean, you know, you get your you get your your groups here and there that are, that's going to give you something to to actually listen to that's worth that's worthwhile. Like like I keep saying, like Anthony Hamilton. You know, so yeah. you have you have those that are there, but those are like those are like your neo soul type of. Mm. They're not even you know they had to get their own classification now. They're not even just it's not R just R and B anymore. It's neo soul, you know. So it, because it's totally different from what they're considering R and B. Okay, I I can go with you on that. Pete. Can you can yeah. you dig it? I yeah. guess. Can you pick up what I'm putting down? She she said I guess. <laughs> she she don't sound uh. So, so who do you currently like right now? <laughs> who do you currently listen to R and B? I really don't listen to anyone. I really, really? don't because music so, is not the same anymore. So that that's that was my one of my questions I was leading to. Who who is your Go back or fall back, however you want to categorize. If I had to listen to, to music right now, group. I'm falling into a neo soul field. That's what I'm going. Right. So but, they have the pace that I like. They have the the words that I like. Even when it comes to maybe even like a more hip hop, I like a black. I like like the roots or um, R and B, neo soul, um, Robert Clasper, um, so, PJ Morton. I'm into them right now because. Oh, Give me an R&B group, though. An R&B group that you fall back to. A group that I fall back to, like old school group. Yeah. Ooh. See, that's hard, ain't it? It is hard. Like me. Boys to men. Boys to men. I fall back to uh, Total. That's 90s. Oh. Total. Really? Yeah. That's 90s. 
That's what I'm saying. Like it's any group you name R and B is gonna be nineties. It ain't like the nineties. There is no group right now. Yeah. I mean only one that may have came out in the two thousand would be Jagged Edge and I'm cutting them off. Jagged Edge. That was a that was at the end of the nineties. Yeah. Maybe one twelve. Maybe one twelve. End of the nineties. This might have to be a poll right here. That's a hard one though, because it is. It's hard. You know, that's a hard one because New Edition paved the way for these R and B boy bands. Yeah. For us, my, LSG was my thing though. When they came out of that grown man group right there, that grown man group, I said, "Oh, y'all doing it? Huh? Okay." Don't band. I was excited. Hey, Jail Avert, that's that's my dude. I ain't gonna lie. Ooh. That yes. the teddy bear. That's funny. Let's not talk about this no more. <laughs> but at least I, I want to thank you. Came through for your boy in the clutch. I appreciate you. I appreciate the love. Where can Always. the listeners find you? They can find me everywhere. Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You name it. You, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. <laughs> everywhere. I'm gonna be where I'm at. You can find I'm me. Be where I'm at. Everywhere I'm you want to do the podcast, you can find the show. Shy proceed. Yes, sir. I'm there. Give us your social handle. Um, shall I proceed? For Instagram is shall underscore we underscore proceed podcast. Um, Facebook is shall you proceed podcast. And you t- and Twitter is shall lease, S-H-A-L-L-E-S-E. And um, Facebook is type of shall I proceed podcast. You can find me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Smash, my brother. Yes, sir. And let's do it again. Any closing words? Yeah, I got I got what you just dropped right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hey, thank you at least for coming on, and I I I really want to promote this because um, we have to do this for each other. Like she came on and helped us out at the last second. I'm not even gonna say last second. At the last, <laughs> make that known. I know that. You know, we would do it for her. Um, Ghost and Big G would do it for us. BTG would do it for us. Uh, D Murph would do it for us. But like we all, what we all have in common is we are all black podcasts trying to succeed and we're not stepping on each other. We're trying to help each other get to the next level. So I just thank her for doing that. And it's going to spread. It's gonna water the seed, if you want to say, to help us all grow to the next level. And without that, we would not be able to succeed. So that's all I want to say, bro. So at least, come on, get up out that hiatus, man. We want content, <laughs> content, content. Man, listen, <laughs> listen. I'm trying to do some self care and not lose my mind. Okay, I I'm not trying to right. throw a laptop through a window. I'm just, just keep it. <laughs> but. I, I, I said that because I, I just want us, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we talked about, like, black on black. Like, we keep each other down. But since I've been in this podcast thing with Go D, like, everybody has always been receptive to us and vice versa. Like, Isn't it, it beautiful, though? It's so it is. Good. It's it so is. Good. And, and it's, it's so low-key that nobody sees it. But, like, 
if you're in it, you know it, and you like, man, like if at least say, hey, I want y'all on my show, we like just let us know when, and we there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And she did that for us tonight, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I I just appreciate that, and I just want to express that to everybody. I want everybody to know that like we help each other out, and there's no hating or n- nothing like that. Like, your show is better than mine. No, it's like we all trying to help each other get to the next level. Right. Yeah. we're learning from each other and, we're, and and it's all about I mean everyone is going to be out here to eat there's enough food for everyone to eat and my mom used to say one hand can't clap and why not help each other out Ooh, I like what? that one one hand can't clap you just stole that one huh smash what if you only got one hand though Hey, listen. Slap it on your thigh. Slap it on your thigh. Somebody else gonna clap with you, right? One hand can't do it, so come here. Let me use your hand. I make it just work. Slap it on your thigh. Teamwork make the dream work. (laughs) So for all the listeners, make sure you join the Facebook group. We definitely have stimulating conversation in there going on right now. There definitely will be uh, for these topics that we talked about. There's definitely some poll ability. So smash, make sure you put the polls up because this is definitely going to be interesting about this R&B thing and especially with Megan Thee Stallion and especially uh, where do we stand in this relationship game? Should or shouldn't we uh, allow ourselves to help someone grow um, financially and spiritually? Do we have room in our hearts and our souls to do that? But make sure that you you know follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Oh, hold on, hold on, go D. Cause okay. this might you you gonna have to repeat that because this might not make the cut for the for the show, but I just got a thing because I saw this out there on one of my friends' page. So this is just for y'all too right now. If we make it go viral, we'll make it go viral. How often do you change your bath towel? Not the rag, <laughs> but the towel. Oh Lord Jesus! See. Jesus, this this get crucial. This this is a crucial. That's, that's a like one. when I saw people's uh, responses, I was like, really? I, I I'll say this. I'll say this. For me, um, every two to three days. But if it's like I've been working out and and that's going in the dirty clothes basket. <laughs> but if it's just a normal, it's, it's it's probably gonna get reused twice. Now the washcloth get thrown in the, in the dish in the dishwasher. The washcloth get thrown in the wash machine ASAP. But the dry, the big towel, I get yeah. about two days. We, we talking big towel, big towel. Oh, two days easy. Okay, Elise. Um, big towel, it will get used. Is I change that every day, so I shower twice a day. So morning and night, and then I put that one up. Okay. So that towel gets used twice, but it changes out every day. I that's like that. She's, that's because she's single. That wash machine. And it's, it's six of us in here. That's too many towels. Silly. He said she's single. <laughs> you better reuse that towel. You better hang right. that back up. <laughs> you sound like my wife, OG. So, and, and this, this was my counter to her. I said, well, when we stay in a hotel, you have no problem with throwing that shit on the floor. I don't have to wash it. But I have <laughs> buku towels. towels. I just. Right. Because it, it goes back to the fact. Uh, old boy did a he did a skit. It's one of them people out there, and he was like, "Why?" But uh, he was like, "Why when you get out of the shower, you dry off and the towel is dirty?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's still dirty. Like you you already washed, but it's still dirty. 
But now, now if it's dirty, right? At least they missed the spot. They missed a whole bunch of spots. Now you can go ahead and do your uh, your thing, OD. I'm sorry. I just had that. So with that being said, make sure you change out your bad towels. Much love. And we out. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. in on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D.